Roxy Smith of the TFOM podcast here for the ninth episode of the second season. I got a special guest, my main man, a guy that I've uh, been shoulder to shoulder with the last couple of years, even through the pandemic covering the Bearcats. Got the Inquirer's own Keith Jenkins. Keith, how you doing today, brother? My dog, what up, bro? Nothing much, man. Happy to have this guy on, man. We we uh been in the trenches for a little bit, so we're gonna just talk a little bit about some UC Bearcats with my guy here. So, so how are you doing today? I'm good, man. For your for your listeners, tell them I'm sorry with my voice. I'm nursing a little cold. Um, it's not COVID. <laughs> I got I'm a negative to test today. So. I'm about to say. Um, but I, I intentionally did not go to practice today because I'm like, I am not about to be the reason this team <laughs> is sick and they mess up their whole season and they start dropping in the rankings. So let me keep my behind at home and let that team be safe today. <laughs> okay. So I wonder why you are in the second row then. <laughs> it so makes what? sense. I wonder why you are in the second row at the yeah, press. Yeah, I, I, was, I was trying to just keep my distance from everybody. Obviously, we were masked up and we, yeah. you know, keep our distance during that, during the press conference and whatnot. But I definitely wanted to make sure that I'm not all in Des and, and Luke's face with my cold. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this this team, number two in the nation, highest ranking of the program's history. Yeah. You know, you've been there front seat. You know, we went to Indiana, went to Notre Dame. You know, been live at the games. Like, uh, how cool is it just to see this team? Matter of fact, how good is this team from your perspective? We'll we'll, we'll start with that. This is the best UC football team ever. And it, it like it's not even close. And I'm and no disrespect to the homie Tony Pike and and the the guys who laid the groundwork in the late decade, you know, what twelve years ago, or whatever. Um, you know, the 08 team, the 089 team, they were great. Yeah, this is different, man. This is this is we've never seen a team. We've had dudes before, of course. Yeah. Um, but never um, a team with this amount of depth. Um, I mean, they're they're two, three deep at every position. And it's just something that this university has never seen before. It's a credit to Luke Fickle and, and his staff and, and their ability to um, not just recruit the right players, but their ability to develop. And I think that's probably the most important thing that they've done. I mean, you look at guys that their stars right now weren't, you know, you know, highly talented players coming out of, of high school. I mean, you know, a partner was not a guy with a million power five offers. Um, my Jay Sanders, a great athlete, but he was not somebody who, you know, all these power five schools and, and, and top 10 schools were after. And Desmond Ritter had two offers, right? I mean, it's yeah. documented that he, he was EKU and it was, it was Cincinnati, you know, and, and either he slipped through, slipped through the cracks or whatever the case may be. Um, but of, of course that's from the previous regime Desmond is, but, Luke saw him, his staff saw him, he and Mike Denbrock decided to, to honor his scholarship. But, you know, seeing how they've developed these guys and um, gotten, you know, great, just, 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 it's just, they've gotten so much better in such a short period of time. It's just a credit to what they've done and the work they put in. And, you know, you, you know, they don't have the facilities of some of the top markets um, or the, some of the top teams in the country, but, you know, they build quality relationships and, and have given guys who maybe didn't have opportunities elsewhere room to shine and, and, and the confidence. And so it, it's just it's it's this team is very good um, and they are good on both sides of the ball. This isn't just a team led by its phenomenal defense. I mean, they can beat you in a lot of different ways. And, 
um, you know, Dez hit nine different targets, I think, last game. So it's yep. they just have so many weapons on both sides of the ball. And it's just been a real privilege and, and a pleasure to watch them. Yeah, I second that, man. I remember, I know I'm, it's, it's definitely about having you on the pod. I remember I told people, I was like, this team is going to be real special in a couple of years. I didn't realize how special when I was saying it, but I'm just like, they're accumulating a lot of yeah. talent. And people are like, it's UC. And I'm like, nah, don't. Don't take out the homerism in it. Like, you know what I mean? Cause you know, I cover the team. I'm like, no, like, they're starting to get some dudes on this team and they're developing them. I'm like, in a few years, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be getting NFL love on this team. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not blowing it out on my backside. So people are like, man, it's just, it's not, that's not Bama. I'm like, maybe it's not Bama, but I'm like, he's, they're starting to get a lot of guys that big programs want. And they were like, just, looking at me like I was just talking foreign language, but it's just cool <laughs> to see this like come to fruition and it be like pretty much what I said um, to some people, like just yeah. like off the record, you know, yeah. uh, they're like, man, dude, you're talking crazy. Cause you're covering them. Like, nah, man, I'm telling you, like it's, it's starting to uptick. Like I can see it. Like, so nah, and if, if you're talking to Cincinnati fans, um, Cincinnati sports fans, there's a lot of cynicism there. I mean, my stuff included, like <laughs> season, everybody was getting all excited about the Bengals. And I'm like, not to not to go left with the with the topic, but I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll believe it when I see it, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's just how we we've seen we've been our, our hearts have been broken so often um, in this city. It, it's refreshing to see a team, you know, just play this well and to be this well coached and to have great leadership and like they got ballers, bro. Like yeah. it, it's like I'm I'm I've been around this program my whole life. Everyone knows my story, but it's just. It's I just remember times where I mean, there's there's twelve hundred people in the stadium, you know, and, and you you had to buy in order to get basketball tickets. You had to get football tickets, season tickets. Right. So it's just yeah. it's just and they can't there's like there's a waiting list starting to happen, you know, to get in the football stadium, which is unheard of. Like this yeah. is it's I, you know, I tell people the only phrase or the only word that I can often come up with is this is crazy. Like this is this is literally crazy to see what this program is and how far it's come. But man, I'm I'm really enjoying the ride and, and, and watching these guys play week in and week out. For sure, man. And to make dude, I when I went to UC, right? Literally, I went and saw Gino and Big Ben duel it out. Like I literally got out the bed like 11:55, rolled out, got my student ticket, it was like front row. See these dudes throw for almost a thousand yards. It was like maybe a thousand people in a stadium. Right, 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 and now right. you can't, if you do that now, you're going to be lost in the sauce if you're a student for sure. Lost I, in the A1 sauce. Man, I had one, one of the, sauce. it was, it was <laughs> A1 sauce. I know. <laughs> Shout out to sauce. Right. CB1 right there. But uh, right. like I had a, one of my coworkers hit me up like, hey, could you help my son get some student tickets? And I was trying. I'm like, dude. Their student tickets, they're not they're not coming off of them. Like I can get them some in sections tickets, but right student ones, it was a wrap. Yeah, like I'll, I'll put out the bird call, but it didn't work <laughs> for sure, man. So this being from here, being dope. I mean, this is this dope, you know, seeing this team rise. But um, just to kind of highlight a few of the players, Desmond Ritter being in the Heisman race, like with a legit chance. I know being from here, it's like it seems like that's kind of a dream just think taking a step back, but how sick, like how much of a chance do you think Ritter has, you know, if, if the, everything works out, you know, the rest of the season. 
Yeah, I mean, he's the face of the program, right? He and Luke, and so if 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 Cincinnati's able to go undefeated and he continues to play well, and he's the reason why. I mean, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to say that Dez is the guy because football is such it's it's the team sport. It's yeah. more of a team sport than any other sport, in my opinion, out there. Um, so you know, without a great O line, without Jerome Ford, without Alec Pierce. Um, without a, a dominant defense to give him great field position and, and, and put his put him in a safe and in good spot, you know, each possession, you know, but it, it's it's um, he's playing. Look, Dez is is the knock on Dez was look. He's always been a great athlete. He's always been a great runner of the football, but his accuracy has been questionable. His consistency as a passer, um, his deep ball was like you know hit or miss. That's not the case this year, you yeah. know. Yeah, he's had some questionable throws here and there, but for the most part, he's an entirely different quarterback. And that's a big reason why they have been successful um, as they've been this season. So, yeah, I mean, he deserves to be in the conversation. If they go undefeated and 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 uh, run the table and, and win the AAC championship again, he should be in the conversation. But I wrote something um, off of the UCF game. I said, look, man, if, if Des is in the conversation, Jerome Ford needs to be in the conversation too. I mean, because he is, he, look, Bijan and Kenneth Walker are probably the two top running backs in the country. Right. Look, Jerome Ford is third. You know, he's, I mean, you know, he's, or fourth. I mean, but he's not too far down the list. Um, he's been a consistent, strong performer for them. And shout out to the O-line. They've really turned a corner. And again, they're a big part of, of this success. Um, Dez's success, Jerome Ford's success. But yeah, I mean, Dez has been playing lights out and he's going to need that Heisman moment. I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, Cincinnati keeps winning, SMU keeps winning. That game at Nipper Stadium becomes bigger and bigger and Dez can go out there and play well on the national stage. You know, if he has a game like he did last year against SMU, where that yeah. was probably, that was the game, right? I think that where it all turned around for Dez last year, if he can go out and really, dominate on the national stage and have that moment that sticks in everybody's heads. And of course, some things got to fall in place um, in his favor and in Cincinnati's favor. But no, I mean, there's no reason why, you know, if Cincinnati can get to the playoff and, and, and do some damage, you know, he's the face of the program and he's going to be a large reason for that. So yeah, man, Des for Heisman or number nine for Heisman, <laughs> you know, that that's legit. It's not just window dressing. It's not just a lot of talk and something that fans can talk about and get excited about. You know, everything that's happening and that they're earning right now is legit. I mean, they've built this thing from the ground up and they deserve, as long as they keep winning and, and putting forth, you know, the best effort week in and week out, they deserve everything that comes to them. That's facts. Big facts on that, man. But you, you, you think now, I mean, the last two games Jerome Ford has had, he has to start, he has to start getting some like odds where it's like, hey, he might be a, a dark horse to possibly sneak in there if he has a couple more games like this. I mean, he had four touchdowns before halftime and almost 200 yards against UCF. I know they were banged up, but it don't matter, man. They put on their pants just like everybody else, and they just went – he went out there and just went to work. I mean, the Lions definitely did a heck of a job. They definitely starting at jail, which is great for the Bearcats as, itself. Um, I've been a big advocate of the Bearcats. And I, said, I think as long as they're handling business the way they are, it'll be fine. They, they just got to, you know, take it one week at a time. But I think it's real big that SMU 
is undefeated, like you said, when they meet up in what three weeks? The three weeks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, two roads, right? Think, two roads, maybe four. Yeah. Think about yeah, four weeks. I want to say because they got two. They go on a road, road home, maybe a road game, or is ECU last. I think East, ECU last. They got Tulane. Um, look it up. Tulane. They go Navy, Tulane, Tulsa. South Florida and then SMU. South Florida. Okay. So five. Okay. So that's going, I think that's going to be huge. And now the SMU is what 21 and 19 right now. I think that's, that's big. So going on the other side of the ball, it's so many people we can highlight, but we're going to go with, I mean, the guy, my J is one that everybody thinks about too, but sauce, we're going to talk about the corner that has kind of, made it where you can only throw to one side of the field and then you got Kobe over there. So it's even harder. And I feel like, um, Arquan Bush gets picked on a little bit just because it's nowhere else to throw. Like he's good, but just like you got those other two people on the side. So he's like the one that gets the most work. And it's crazy because right. on a past team, Arquan Bush would be the number one cornerback for sure. Sure. You know what I mean? But, um, how, I mean, I know if you talk to him, I know my guys got to talk to him today, but Sauce getting so much love in the middle of the season. I think he's made four midseason All-American teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a phenomenal player, man. He's um what I like about Sauce, man, is is you know, he's a corner who knows who he always knows where he is on the field. And that's that's those instincts. Um, and that mental approach to the game is huge for a cornerback. It's huge for everybody on the field, but especially yeah. on the corner when you're able to use the sideline as an extra defender, when you're, when you know the down and distance and you're able to, you know, calculate, all right, you know, I'm on this side, you know, I got the boundary on this side or I got yeah. the sideline. I'm, I'm able to figure out, all right, this is the combination of possible routes that could come my way. You know, he knows all of this stuff. I remember talking to him during camp at higher ground and uh, he came over to me. He was asking me questions. He and I have talked about, you know, playing that position. That was, that was the position that I used to play yeah. ever to the level of sauce. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, but he was asking me some questions. And I was kind of giving him some tips. And then after practice, I talked to Perry Eliano, the, the cornerbacks coach. Yeah. And I was kind of telling him what I told sauce just to make sure that I wasn't giving sauce any kind of advice that was going against what Perry um, was teaching him. And then, you know, Perry and I was just kind of chopping it up about, you know, just how special he is. And we could talk about him as an athlete and his height and length and all of that stuff. But just the, the mental approach for Sauce is what makes him such a special corner. Um, and, and that's what and that's what makes him dangerous. Like he just he always knows where he is and he's just he's super, super confident. And, and you need that as a corner. You know, he hasn't been burnt much. Right. But yeah. When that happens, you need to be able to just bounce right back and be ready for that next play. And that's just the kind of guy he is. He has a short memory. He doesn't lack confidence. And he's just such a smart football player. And when you throw in the fact that he's 6'3 and, and you know, and is aggressive and, and physically strong, I think, like, he's skinny, right? So we yeah. don't have him as just this strong, imposing corner. Bro, when he gets into man coverage and he gets into you at the line of scrimmage, good luck. Like, you just – you just – like, I know talking to Alec Pierce, he's like, when I'm in man coverage on game day against these opposing teams, it's so easy because I'm not getting a look like I'm getting in, in, in with sauce every week, you know? So it's, he's just a special player. And, it, you know, and, and Kobe ain't too shabby either. Like, nah. that, 
thing. Like you, you can't throw over to number one. He literally shuts down his whole side of the field. And you want to try Kobe? Well, we see what happens. You know, he'll return it for seventy-four yards for a touchdown. Um, and Arquan would be a starting corner on any other team. He's the nickel on this team because of Kobe and Ahmad. But you throw him on whatever team you want, he's starting at corner. So yeah. um, they're just—they're just—they got a special group. And and I know we—you asked about Sauce, but I mean, you can just go down the roster of just their linebackers are insane. You know, Thanks. the way Devers is playing right now. I keep I joke I joked on Twitter like he he's making himself so much money week in and week out. Yeah, he's just he's playing so much better than I think any of us thought he could. He came back this year and and, and redid his body and you just see the the dividends and the benefits of it. Um, Deshaun Pace. I mean, I asked Luke about him today. Dude is a sophomore and and to to be able to take this step uh, this soon. It's just remarkable, and he's not the guy at sniper. He's got to he's got to work every day, you know, to retain his spot and, and to work for playing time because he's so young. But the thing that you love about him is every opportunity he gets, he seizes it. And um, so, I mean, there's just there's so many dudes on on this team on both sides of the ball, and, and I, I I can't talk about or I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Brian Cook because we thought Dude. the link of this defense would be back there at safety after losing Derek Forrest and James Wiggins. And he low key might be better than both of those guys. So it's just it's he's he. What makes him special is typically safeties don't cover very well, but he's got he's got the background of a corner. He played corner at Mount Healthy, played corner at Howard. Um, so he's not afraid when he's got to be one on one with a running back or you know running back one on one with a tight end or with their third wide receiver or whatever. He's not afraid of that challenge. Um, so I mean it's it's just. Like I said earlier, bro, it's just it's just crazy the amount of dudes. <laughs> on this um, I mean, we we're t- we're talking about we could see a record year, a record draft year um, for this program, and that's just exciting. And again, it's just a credit to what Luke and his staff has been a- have been able to build, build, and um, and I just I'm just excited to be able to witness it and to be a part of it. Like I came home at the perfect time. <laughs> this thing, man, it's just. It's really, really cool. And, um, you know, when I'm doing it, when I'm doing media at, in other markets, I always make sure I tell their fan base, um, this isn't just some group of five team that's playing over its head. Like, yeah. built this thing like a true power five program. Oh. And now you're seeing the benefits of that. So yeah. that's a super long-winded answer. But, I mean, I something special. But it's, it's just, he kind of gets lost a little bit because – he doesn't have the stats because no one just can throw over there. So you want a corner to have eight interceptions and all these pass breakups and 45 tackles. And well, they just don't go over there. So he doesn't have those stats, but when you watch the game, man, it's just, it's a, it's, it's just really, really special to see him go to work and watching him at practice. You understand, you know, why he's so good on game day. Cause he works so hard and he's got, he's so, he's such a confident guy and people see the, the jet, the chain and, the, the nickname and the and the merchandise and think he's some egotistical big ego guy, <clears throat> but, and he's not, he's yeah. really humble dude, but he knows that he's a baller and you can throw over there if you want to, <laughs> you can throw over there if you want to, it's going to be a long day for you. <laughs> long day for sure. Like that's the thing. Like, yeah, he's just like confident. Like you said, you have to be confident to play cornerback. You need to play, be confident in any position, but that's the one position that and I think quarterback where you have to just be like, you got to let it go. You have right. to let it go. Because if you start doubting yourself, then you cooked. Because then you like, you're not 
taking chances? Are you not, you know, you know, playing stuff the right way because you're like, I don't want, I just don't want to mess up besides just playing freely. But, uh, but this team has got dudes, man. I literally beginning of the season, I think I did a pod before like everybody understood um, what was going on, just going to practices and stuff. I'm like, dude, they're going to at least have seven. I think they have going to have seven. They get drafted, but I think I'm short shotting them now. What about you? Like how many would you think are going to get their name called in, a, in April? Like have a possibility. I think it's a lot. I think they're going to have three in the top two rounds for sure. And after that, it's going to be sprinkled up. Yeah. I mean, going into the season, we, 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 I thought that Des had a shot to be a first round pick. I'm, I'm not, we, we'll have to wait and see how the rest of these games shake out. Yeah. I definitely think he's a top three, you know, he'll go in the, in the one second or third round, especially yeah. since he used to, to progress and put up numbers. Sauce is number one, obviously. I mean, I think I, in my opinion, I think he should be the number one corner off the board and that's not even, you know, a bias. I mean, he's Same. I think it's, I think it's the, the consensus has been it's him and homie from LSU. Right. Yeah. And, and I don't want to slight dude from LSU. Um, and his name is, is escaping me right now. Stingley, Stingley Jr. Yeah. So yeah. And he's got the pedigree and his pops and all of that. And I get it. And he's, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. He had a great freshman year, a tremendous freshman year, and did not play well last year as a sophomore. And then this year, he's got some injuries. And, and I don't know if he just said, let me just bow out and make sure that I'm right for the draft. Who knows? Um, but Sauce has been consistent from day one. And I think you could you could talk, you could nitpick about the, the level of competition that they yeah. them play and the differences there, whatever. You know, I think Sauce's game translates whoever he plays, like just yeah. the way that he is and um, his toughness and, and his durability. We don't talk about sauce, you know, spraining ankles and, and, and hamstring injuries. And I think your best ability um, and, and oftentimes is your availability at the next mm-hmm. level. And unfortunately guys like James Wiggins and I mean, you know, that's something that was a huge concern for him. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest freaks in college football but if you can't stay on the field you know that's a concern for NFL football teams um but sauce just I mean he just he's a special player but to go back to your question all right (laughs) we got Dez um we got Majay and then you know I'm I'm gonna be curious to see who decides to go and who decides to stay because I think Jerome Ford will have an opportunity to go yeah um you know does he stick around another year you know and, and, and put more on tape and and show that he can – because he wasn't the, the consistent number one back last year, right? They had Jack yep. Oaks, and, and he was sharing a lot of those carries. Um, you know, does he want to come back and say, all right, I can be the feature back. I can tote the rock 25 times a game, whatever. Um, but that'll be interesting. I still think Josh Wiley is a guy who's who yep. hasn't had the year, I think, that we'd all expect. There's been some injuries and other things. And, and then also just teams have done a good job of scheming him out of games – um, cause they know his value for us, That's it, you know, but <laughs> look, everybody know I'm a Bearcat fan I feel. I first, but I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think Lenny T man, I think, I don't know if Lenny T will be drafted, but I think he'll have an opportunity in a camp. Um, and then, I mean, the D line, you got to think Malik Van will get a shot. You got to, you know, Darian Beavers too. I mean, yeah. I, he's probably, you know, once we get into the top three of, of my J and, and Dez and, and sauce, not in that order. Um, but that's when you start talking about Darian Beavers. That's when you start talking about Kobe. Yeah. Um, Alec Pierce is yeah. another guy. 
Um, so, you know, it'll just, it'll, it'll be very, I think the record is six, I believe in one draft. I'd have to look that up. Don't go. I ain't gonna quote you. (laughs) I just, I just think that this is the potential for them to just be, um, this, I mean, I remember talking to Luke before last year's draft and he said, this is just the opening act. And I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, this is just going to show what it is that we're doing here. It's just wait till next year. Yeah. But the challenge for Luke is going to be after losing so many guys this year, we assume, um, you know, they're going to have to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And lose, don't get me wrong behind these guys, but Evan Prater is going to have to be able to step up and be the next guy. You know, he's, he's yeah. had a luck right now of being able to learn from Dez and, and, and be waiting in the wings. Um, you know, how will he respond to being, you know, QB one? Um, but no, I mean, it, you know, it's, it, it's, it's these next, you know, seven games or whatever we got left are going to, you know, be, I know I was talking to Joe DeBlanco and um, um, DeBlanco and he's like, he's doing some long snapping a lot because he wants to show NFL teams that, you know, he's versatile and he brings a lot to a locker room, mm. just playing linebacker. But if you need me to long snap, if you need me to play middle outside, this, I mean, he's, he's trying to show his versatility. So um, the more wins that they accumulate, the better they play, the more attention that's on this program, um, the more NFL scouts are going to be like, yo, it's something special. And I think too, like, um, you know, the, 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 um, what am I trying to say? The, not the draft of the comp, not the combine. What is it? The the when pro they, day. The pro day. Excuse yeah. me. Thank you. Yeah, you good. That you good. Pro day is gonna be huge, bro. Like, cause there's gonna be some guys that maybe some NFL teams are like, yeah, I don't know. Da da da. Um, you know, what if Arquan, you know, decides, you know, I want to come out early, and I think he's a junior this year, right? Yeah. yeah. He just balls the heck out on the pro day. So it's there's a there's a there's so many guys. Um, but Beavers. Sauce, Kobe, Alec, Desmond, Myjay. I mean, those are the guys I think when I, those are the first guys you okay. think of that are going to have a shot. But then Josh is going to be in the conversation. Yeah. Lee might be in the conversation. Um, but we got a lot of football left to be played and a lot of more attention to be grabbed. And it's yeah. fun to watch this thing shake out. Hey, you notice what I noticed? It's crazy that now that they're ranked, like even their game – you know, against Navy is on ESPN two. Right. And it's like, it's crazy. I mean, you, you definitely want to have a number two team on TV, which is pretty dope. Cause I don't think that Navy game gets ESPN two and at noon, if UC isn't where they're at right now. Oh, and, no doubt. You know what no I mean? Doubt. And then they got the next game. Was it not Tulsa? Tulane is on ESPN two as well. So I'm like, man, that's huge. Cause Tulane has been like a dud on, on the, you know, this year. I thought they were going to be a lot better. Personally, coming into the season, but they, they oh, let me down. What did Nas say one day? He said, uh, "You guys can throw away your streaming package." Yeah. So I mean, it's look. I mean, he always talks about it's his number one thing is just building the program, building the program. That's every that's been day one playing for championships. Yeah. It's everything that he always preaches, and these opportunities to be in front of that national stage is only helping him do that. Is 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 great for recruiting. Um, it's great to showcase what it is that he and his staff um, have been and are building here. And um, again, man, it's just it's just really exciting um, to see these guys go out there. And I'm happy for the dudes that came back. Like 
you know, yeah. Kobe, he, you know, I remember talking to James Wiggins and he's like, he knew Kobe was coming back because Kobe wanted to put together another, um, you know, yeah. successful, productive year um, right up against the first team all conference year last year, just to show scouts that he can do it at a consistent rate. Mm-hmm. Done that, man. He's really done. Yep. And, um, and he's a guy that's going to get some opportunities because you don't want to throw the ball to the other side. And um, he's, he's quickly showing teams that, damn, we can't throw to number seven. Either. Yeah. So, um, man, it's just, I, you know, it's, I keep smiling, man, because it's just it's so much fun covering this team. It is, man. It's super dope. It's, it's crazy just to see it, man. Like, you, you didn't get the experience, like, how Tuberville, the Tuberville, like, wear down – but you're not not in person. I'm pretty sure you saw it from a distance. And then you see Fickle just grab this thing and just legit from day one. Like, I mean, recruit like it was like it's like depending on it. You know what I mean? And just get some dogs in here. Just I mean, just to go back in the memory banks, like he got Michael Warren to flip from Toledo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your album about it. I mean, like where you went yeah. and play ball. Um, yeah. Yeah. and that was huge. You know what I mean? He might not have had had the NFL success, you know, that, you know, he probably wanted as of now, but, you know, he's, you know, hung around on a few practice teams, but he's, you know, helped put the team on his back. And I think he's like one of those guys that's helped them get to this level. I mean, second year, they went 11 games. I was counting on them to like go six and six, get a bowl game, maybe seven and five, but they can't go 11 and two, 11 and three. I want to say, I don't have that, that in front of me right now, but it is it is it's super special to, to cover this team at this time, man, and on a rise. And you got Big 12 coming up. That's going to make it even yep. greater. You know what I mean? Right. You got better competition where it's just going to make it even better for recruiting. You're going to see more dudes just keep coming through that door. Um, but I'm, I'm going to switch switch topics just for a quick second. Go to basketball. Got three weeks. You know what? 22 days, 21 days. Crazy. Was it Crazy. James White? The James White number was on there when some when I saw it today. Yeah, James White, the flight. What up, flight? What I know. Flight? That's my guy. Yeah, that's my guy right there. But uh, and then eleven helicopter. My man, helicopter. He shares my stuff a little bit, so that's my guy too. But nice. you know, real nice. real gracious guy, man. He came up at one game, just introduced himself to him. Like, dude, this is Melvin Levitt. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got to introduce yourself to me. Like, but he just came up to me, like, real humble. Like, it was dope. Like, I appreciate it, man. He's like, just keep doing what you're doing. But, um, but yeah, man, you know, Wes is in the building. He's kind of, like, having a fickle effect. He hasn't played any games yet. But just how he's recruiting, the staff that he has, just how he's welcoming, you know, those those players and just the media in general, man. I feel like we really didn't have as much access with JB. Um, Now we're like, you know, we get – we can come in here occasionally and, and shake some hands and, you know, hit some elbows occasionally. So uh, just what you're seeing, what you think they, they were picked to go be sixth in the um, AAC. What do you think that's fair? You think that's too high, too low? What you think? I have no idea. <laughs> like, and I know how you brought me on here to bring this, you know, expert opinion and analysis and all that. Who knows, bro? Like we, we have, we got, you know, a, a, a mixture of newcomers and transfers and UNCG guys and Mikey, Shuey, Mason, you know, JD. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, I was talking to Chad Dollar the other night, um, assistant Chad Dollar, one of Wes's assistants and um, good dude. Bearcat air event, the Bearcats air event at, at uh, Lunkin. And um, he's like, I don't, I have no clue. I, I don't, <laughs> what to expect. I mean, cause we just don't know until they get on the court and really start to play some other competition. 
and see what kind of roles, you know, take shape and, you know, who are the leaders, who are your go-to guys. We assume that JD is in line for a monster year. Yeah. Um, you know, is he ready to take that step? Is he going to be able to keep his emotions in check? And I love JD, but that's probably the, um, his biggest knock is just, he's such an emotional player that sometimes it could go against him. But I mean, they got, yeah. got a lot of good players, but how will they gel? I mean, they, they seem to get along extremely well, which is huge. They seem to really legitimately like each other, which is huge. Yep. I think a lot of that goes to West is just helping them build that camaraderie and not, you know, not maybe treating the UNCG guys with favor or anything like yeah. that. And he, he even told me early on, he was like, you know, the perception is that, you know, <clears throat> I'm bringing my guys <clears throat> in here. Well, actually, they didn't play a whole lot last year. He was like, I only had like, he said, I only had like seven, eight months with them or whatever. So it's not like yeah. I know these guys you know, very what very well as opposed to the UC guys or the Clemson transfer, the Wake Forest guy. Um, you know, but I, I just it's it's I think the biggest thing about this team is the energy feels good, mm-hmm. and I think that's just welcoming. And you know, I'm not here to you know to drag JB through the yeah. like that, but I wasn't here two seasons ago before the pandemic, so I didn't get a chance to truly feel you know, the atmosphere around the program and the feeling of that, um, you know, when, when Jerron Cumberland and everybody was here, Trey Scott, I didn't, I didn't feel that. Um, I know last year felt weird and granted it was a pandemic year, um, but it just, it just, it, it was, it just was a weird feeling. It feels great right now. Yeah. You know, again, everyone loves you when you're undefeated, right? So he's That's true. playing yet. <laughs> But he's done a great job of just getting off to the right foot and, and keeping the former guys involved and in the loop and, and bringing them back around. You see guys all the time at practices and at events. And yeah, that's huge. I mean, that's, that, that's huge, just building that bridge and keeping that thing going. Um, but the guys just seem really excited and looking forward to what's happening. And again, it's easy to feel that way right now, having not played any games. But they have a have a pretty favorable out of conference schedule. I mean, they got some they got some tough matchups. Yeah. The Kansas City trip will be tough, um, but they got some games that they should win and, and generate some momentum early. And um, so they but they should be in decent shape heading into the AAC. But I'm just <clears throat> I'm excited to see how well they do. Um, what guys step up? Um, who our leaders will be? I think, you know, there's some guys like Hensley and others who should be better than maybe we anticipated. So it should be fun, man. And I don't, I don't know what the expectations are, or, <coughs> excuse me, or should be. Um, I, I think middle of the pack is probably right right now until we figure out what we got. Facts. So I think it should be like, oh, man, that's whack six. Uh, we don't know. They don't know. You yeah. know, guys in the conference have no clue what Cincinnati is going to look like. You don't really have anything to base it on because this year's team is not last year's team. Yep. It's completely different. They're going to have a different style of play. I think we will see the classic Cincinnati brand of basketball where it's defense first. We're going to kill you on the defensive end, and that's how we're going to generate our offense because that's what Wes did at UNCG, and that's why I think he's a great fit as a coach here because that's what Cincinnati basketball has been for 30, 40 years. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's exciting and being at practice and, and seeing the guys interact with each other. Um, it's definitely good vibes all around. And I just hope that, you know, they can sustain that and get off to a good start. Um, a good start will be pivotal. Even if it's just a loss here and there, cool, but just playing good basketball and being competitive will go a long way and just keeping that confidence and keeping that vibe where it needs to be. So I'm excited, man. It should be. He and, and Wes was like, man, I want to 
I want to feed into this football success. I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, delve into that and be able to snatch some of that and use it for our program. So I think it's a great recruiting tool for Wes, seeing what Luke is doing. Um, and I think it's a motivator for the guys. I mean, JD and, and Julius both said that they want to, it's, an, it's inspiring, it's motivating. So hopefully they can take what the football team is doing and, and use that as motivation to be better out there. So we'll see. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Hey, hey Wes ain't playing, man. He get he getting them boys in there from them unofficials over at the – on them uh, at Nippert. That's for sure. Yeah. He ain't playing he's a good with job. He, he couldn't have he, – he's gotten off to a perfect start. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's just – it's been – considering, you know, the tumultuous few months we had before he got here – it's just great to see a coach excited about being at Cincinnati and and hitting the ground running and yeah. getting quality recruits in here, man. It's it's just it's it's like I said, it's a great start for West, and hopefully they can just keep it going once yep. they the court. All right, so all right, being a, a homegrown guy, being a Bearcat guy, I'm gonna ask this question. All right, so we know the situation with Under Armour, right? Where they're still under Under Armour, but technically. If you look into it, they're really not under Under Armour. They have like some slight contractual rights to them, but right, right? but they can kind of if something were to shake, they can possibly make a move pretty seamlessly. All right. So with that being said, being a guy that saw, you know, no Huggins, Cronin really didn't have that love, but the Huggins, the Huggins days, those jerseys, that brand. If the Bearcats can, we're just talking hypothetically, right? If the Bearcats can tap into that, just imagine football, basketball, possibly having a jump man back on their chest, or at least at worst case scenario, just Nike in general. Sure. How huge would you think that would be just like for you as a person that I know, like we, you know, we, we're at, we're at meetings, we're at the thing, you know, we wear a lot of, lot of Nikes at, at our, uh, at the press conference and at the games, you know, but uh how, how huge would that be, man? Just on both sides, just like for gear, overall excitement in the program itself, if they could get back with Nike or, or Jordan. It would be massive. It would be massive for fan excitement, for recruiting, um, just the optics overall, I, I think. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be shocked, man, if, if this big 12 move, you know, created a path to that, you know, um, you know, I don't want to say too much, but like I've had conversations, with Wes about this. I've had conversations with, with Chris, his, his director of basketball ops about this. And, you know, it's, it's, it's on their radar, you know, both said that it's, you know, it, they're, they're under armor until they're not, you know, and, <laughs> and that's what they're rocking with. But I mean, I got something special coming out for Cincinnati fans coming up and I don't want to give away the surprise, but um, you know, I asked Wes directly the question and I'm excited to, for guys to, to hear his response. Um and it's, 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 it's something really cool dropping. It'll, we plan on dropping on November 4th. So look out for that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I remember when I was in Wisconsin working for the Associated Press and I covered, I covered uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Brewers, Green Bay Packers, University of Wisconsin, men's basketball and, and football, and then Marquette. And I remember my first time going into the Marquette locker room and they're a Jordan school, of course. Yeah. And they, their locker room, they have like a Jordan wing where you go into the locker room and then off to the side, there's an entire wing of just Marquette Jordans with a big mm-hmm. jump on the wall. And you got their notable players all wearing Jordan, Dwayne Wade and Jay Crowder and these guys. Um, but it's, 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 it's such a cool thing to see when you walk into 
that space. Imagine if you're 16, 17, 18 years old and you're in between this team and this team. Look, I think Wes has already proven that he's a great recruiter. Um, Chad Dollar obviously has. He's a, he's a freaking monster on the recruiting trail. He's yep. proven that. But to be able to have that Jordan in your back pocket and to be able to tell young kids, man, you can get basically an unlimited pair of J's. <laughs> it's just, it's huge. <laughs> huge, man. It's huge. So I think I think it's something that they're definitely thinking about. Um, I know it's something that they're definitely ah, for sure. Um, but I'm hopeful that you know the the move to the Big Twelve will create because it's not. I mean, they got to. It's money. Probably the money is is probably the biggest hurdle right now. But once they get into the Big Twelve, that will we create uh, more revenue and put them in a space where they have more money to work with, more options that they will lead to. And hopefully that will lead to them wearing the jump man again. But I know fans, I mean, that was an iconic look. Um, you know, when you know, Kenyon Martin and Pete Michael and, you know, seeing guys like Melvin Levin spin around the basket with some, right. some 12s on, things <laughs> on. Um, it's just, it's just a massive, massive look and a great recruiting tool and it's something to be excited about. I got so many old school, you know, you see gear with Jumpman on it from either Bob Huggins basketball camp or whatever else. So, yep. you know, hopefully it'll happen, man. But, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I want to tell y'all what he said, but I want y'all to wait and see what Wes told me, but. Now wait to the, what, what day is it? The fourth? You dropping it on the fourth? Yeah, right. no, no, that's the plan right now is to, to drop it. It's just something cool for y'all and it's something to get y'all excited for the upcoming basketball season. I wanted to wait um, until after the college football playoff rankings are dropped. Those come out on the second. So we'll drop that on the fourth and then the season starts on the ninth. So, but yeah, it, I did ask him, I know fans are like, man, we, I want to know what's yeah. what going back, you know, and I asked him and, yeah. um, and so he did answer the question, but I think fans should at least know that they hear you and, you know, Wes know, and, and I told, <laughs> not, I didn't say too much, but Wes went to North Carolina, you know, and, and we all know who else went to North Carolina. Exactly. Exactly. So, there's a bridge there, and yeah. you know, we just kind of got to figure out how we can cross it. But, hey, but, that's to cut you off. It's so funny, yeah. though, because, like, I literally had this conversation, too. Like, I was like, look, I'm like, <laughs> I said the same thing. Like, I literally said the same thing, man. I don't know, like, exactly the answer, because I remember when you told me about it. But I was like, look, man, I just put, I connected all the dots, like, what's up? Yeah. And he, just, like, just had, like, this, like, super grin on his mouth, on his face a little bit, like. Like you really asked me that, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, it's hilarious." He hears he hears the talk, man. Yeah, what fans are saying and their desires. And all <laughs> but look, man, if a coach listened to every fan's desires, he'd be freaking losing his mind. And that's yeah, true. He can't he can't listen to everything I say. But um, <laughs> that is definitely something that 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 they're thinking about. But um, it's Under Armour until it's not. But Look, man, this Big 12 thing is going to create a lot of awesome opportunities for not just basketball, football, women's basketball, track, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to open up a lot of avenues for the athletic department. And, um, you know, hopefully the jump man is, is, is one of those avenues that can um, get back to Clifton. That's for sure, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to end it on that, man, because otherwise I'm going to have you hostage. I mean, we, won't, we won't get to watch any NBA basketball. But uh, – <laughs> Yeah, you know, both busy guys, you know, got to get your editor on, get your, get your stories together. But um, let everybody know, if you know, Bearcat Nation know, like, hey, where can they 
follow Keith Jenkins. Where can they get get it, get their get your articles? Everything. Drop that on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, KeithJenkins.com is my website. You can you can find my work there, and pretty much everything that I've ever done is over there. Um, of course, the Cincinnati Enquirer is my employer, so check out Cincinnati.com. And then I'm on social media, everything. So Mr. Keith Jenkins on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. I'm figuring Instagram out, but come holler at me and hop in my DMs and give me some pointers over there because I'm really <laughs> getting some momentum over there. But that's I'm, I'm good on Twitter. I'm y'all see me on Twitter a lot, but uh, but yeah, come over on Instagram and help me out. I'm, I'm figuring I'm slowly but surely figuring it out over there. So you got your IG together now. That's what's I'm getting up. It together. I'm getting it together. That's what's up. Help them out, y'all. I got uh, give them some pointers. Tell them know what's going on on IG. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, that's the end of the ninth episode of the TLPM podcast. Make sure you guys check it out. Peace.